Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally, and achieve your dreams. And you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. Last week, we talked about how to unapologetically chase your dreams, and this week, I'm super excited. I think this is a topic that a lot of people really need to hear the conversation on. So we're talking about how to press the reset button when you're in a space of sort of overwhelm. I think that a lot of us can reach this and not realize kind of what's happening and why we're in this space. So that's what we're going to talk about today. The reason I think we get stuck in these sort of ruts or we're feeling not in full alignment with ourselves or our dreams is often because we're experiencing subconscious blocks in our mindset. These can be emotional blocks. These are feelings that we're usually not addressing. We're not really sitting in those uncomfortable emotions. Self-doubt can often be setting in or we're overwhelmed by our emotions. And I think that overwhelm sort of encompasses all of those other points that I just said. So I sort of started thinking about this recently it was really a topic on my mind today which is why I was really excited to film this episode so today is actually June 28th and I just started my brand new third six minute diary and it so happens that each time I started it they have recently come out with a new version of the diary so when I originally started it which is now a year ago I can't believe it's been that long I started with their very first version. It was the only version they had out. It's the original just six-minute diary. And then when I was six months along and went to go buy my second one, I realized they had a six-minute diary pure. And now starting my third one, I'm a year in. This is the six-minute diary success journal. And to start this journal and when I was ending my last one last night, you know, at the very end, it gives you a prompt. It tells you to reflect and go back and look and just read a few pages, see where you were at, you know, six months ago, three months ago, wherever. And I was looking back at the month milestones. So each month it gives you a page where you circle numbers one through 10 on all of these points in your life. So where are you feeling about the past, the present? How are your emotions, how are you feeling about your health, how are you feeling about your relationships, how are you feeling about your work, etc. All of these things. It gives you a little notes section at the end to write about like anything you'd like to expand on. So I went back and read a few of these sections and realized that I used the word overwhelm in every single section, whether it was to talk about how I was feeling overwhelmed about all of my emotions or a specific emotion. And I was just shocked at how often I felt overwhelmed by the process of looking back at an entire month of my life. So this wasn't necessarily to say that I was feeling overwhelmed every single day. I certainly wasn't. But when I when I was prompted to look back at the last month of my life and look at all of these parts of my life in intricacies, so not just as a whole, but how was I feeling about this part of my life compared to this part of my life compared to that part of my life? it made me overwhelmed until I got to the last part of my diary, which is, as you all, I think, know by now, I was working with my mindset coach and I've made some really very truly incredible progress in just the last two months, specifically the last month. And the 
very shocking, very stark difference in that month, how I explained my emotions. It was very clear that I was much calmer in my emotions, much more settled and more confident in those emotions. And there was absolutely no overwhelm. So again, very much so excited to talk about this because I think that when we become overwhelmed with our emotions or a specific emotion, it can set us back. It can deter us from moving forward. It can keep us rooted in that emotion, specifically if we don't address it and we get kind of rooted in that usually negative emotion. Now, this isn't to say that, of course, again, I always want to stress this, that I don't experience these negative emotions. But now that I've been working on these subconscious breakthrough techniques so often, specifically every day, and like I said, it's not like I do all of these techniques every single day, morning and night, but I do a variation of them every single day. And addressing all of these emotions, I'm no longer overwhelmed by their presence in my life. So once I do feel a negative emotion setting in and I can feel it maybe setting me back or holding me back, keeping me in a place where I'm unmotivated to do my work or move forward, then I know how to address the emotion. So this is all techniques I'd really like to share with you guys. And I think it's because of this, all of these things, the emotional blocks, the feelings we're not addressing, we're not willing to sit in these uncomfortable emotions, the self-doubt and the overwhelm, it's because of this that we often get stuck in this so-called rut, causing a lack of motivation, the drive, and of course, the even deeper feelings of unworthiness. It can cause a lack of clarity, etc. All of these feelings. So let's talk about this. There are so many things that can shift us into these moments of overwhelm. That's for the sake of this episode, that's kind of what I'm going to call it. So the emotional blocks that I'm talking about, the All of those points that I made, the emotional blocks, the feelings we're not addressing, we're not sitting in those uncomfortable emotions, the self-doubt, we're just going to address all of that as the overwhelm. And there are a lot of things that can shift us into those emotions or into these moments. Things happening around us that we may not realize have a bigger impact on us until much later. It can be an interaction with someone that brings up a much larger emotion It can be environmental factors that act as small triggers for much bigger emotions that may be repressed. Or whatever the so-called trigger is, whether you know what it is or not, one overwhelming emotion will usually come up and that's what begins to set you back and what will put you in the overwhelm. So let's talk about each of these things. Things happening around us when we may not realize they have a bigger impact on us. So something happening in our personal lives or at work that may seem small in the moment, like maybe a small work interaction or someone getting promoted over you or I don't know, whatever it may be. Something small in our lives that we may not realize in the moment ends up serving a much larger purpose to our emotions, maybe a week or two down the line, and we then realize, oh, this is what's caused this emotional setback in our lives right now. It could be an interaction with someone that brings up much larger emotions. So if you're having, you know, maybe a tiff in your relationship or in a relationship with a friend or at work, These can often be things that show up in our lives based on emotions that we've repressed from much earlier in our lives. Of course, a lot of this is coming from a very psychological standpoint, so I don't want to speak too much on that because that's not where I'm qualified. But I do want to say that based on a lot of the studying I've done and the the literature that I've read, so much of this can come from 
childhood memories and traumas and things of that nature that have been repressed that we've never dealt with. Of course, I highly recommend doing this in therapy and with professionals, but listening to this podcast and talking about these things openly are very good steps in taking that direction and acknowledging those emotions. And then environmental factors that can act as small triggers for much bigger emotions that we may be repressing. So, for example, I'll talk about this. I, of course, I was very young when 9-11 happened, but living in New York for so long, it was something that I grew a much larger understanding for. I worked very close to the World Trade Center when I was working in the restaurant business. My The restaurant I worked at was right next to New World Trade Center, and I was going to school with professors that had very, very strong firsthand experiences with it. I had met a lot of people that had firsthand experiences with it, had people involved in the day. And a lot of that emotion, that that sympathy, that compassion for those people came up recently with what's happening in Miami. Um, the building collapse has been very emotional. It's a very sad thing. So many of these families are being so deeply affected and it is the picture of it all, the way it's being looked at on the news is just so much like 9-11 for me. The way I've seen it in the news, the way it's appeared to me in my life. And that's been very triggering for me as far as just feeling an overwhelm of sadness, this this compassion for people that I don't even know, this want to go over there and help and, and just find these people, these families and hug them and wish them all the wellness in the world. It's just, it, it, like I said, it's it's been an overwhelm of sadness. So these can be, that's a very simple example, but environmental things like that, things that are out of our hands, things that, things that happened around us that we don't really ever have control over that can then trigger stronger emotions within us like those usually more negative emotions. Sadness certainly isn't a negative emotion, but it can often be anger or resentment. And we're going to talk more about that. So then you'll reach these emotions and you're eventually triggering. Of course, what we've talked about is your upper limit problem or your limiting beliefs. So once you sit in this overwhelm and you're not addressing it and you're allowing it to be the unmotivating factor in your life, or you're allowing it to set you back and hold you back, you're reaching your upper limit problems and your limiting beliefs. You're allowing it to set in the self-doubt. You're allowing it to keep you from moving forward. And then you're telling yourself, okay, well, I'm feeling so much of this. I'm feeling so sad. I'm feeling so upset that I can't move forward. But you actually can if you sit in those emotions, you address what's going on, and you move forward. So how do we reset? I have so much content coming out on this in the near future, but I wanted to take a podcast episode to fully expand on this in a conversational way so that I know you're walking away with a very strong understanding of what I'm saying. So hitting the reset, it's not as simple as waking up and starting over and just trying to wake up the next day with a mindset of, I can do this. As much as that is a positive thing to do, it usually only lasts for a couple days and then we're back in that setting in that feeling of overwhelm. And it can often be even more overwhelming than it was before because we still haven't addressed the actual overwhelm. We have to start by sitting in the uncomfortability of those feelings and the overwhelming emotion. For example, again, I gave that example of what my personal trigger has been recently, but a very simple example of this that we could all relate to would be upsetting interaction. So think of the last time 
you had any sort of interaction that upset you, left you with feelings of anger, jealousy, resentment, what was the main emotion surrounding that interaction? What negative emotion were you left with when you walked away from it? And then what you need to do whenever you're in the state of overwhelm, whether it's from that specific example or something else that's happened in your life, where have you repressed that emotion before? Think back to the first time you felt that emotion or the time that you can most remember that feeling and that overwhelm in your life. When we sit in the uncomfortability of that feeling and ask ourselves what bad thing happens if we move beyond that emotion, we are emotionally freeing ourselves of that overwhelm that will then come back again if we don't go through this process. So each time that you've ever been in a state of overwhelm, or you've been in sort of a depression of one specific emotion, each time that overwhelm or that depression comes back surrounding that specific emotion, it's often because we haven't really addressed or worked through that emotion. So when we sit in that uncomfortableness, when we address it, when we ask what bad thing happens if I move forward and free myself from this emotion, we can actually begin to move forward. Now, again, let me stress this. This isn't to say you will never experience this emotion again. This isn't to say that this emotion will never affect you and that you are freeing yourself from ever feeling this again. Of course not. We are going to have our moments where we're angry, where we're resentful, where we're jealous, where we are depressed, where we are overwhelmed. But when you reach those moments again, you will have the tools and techniques in your repertoire to address those feelings without having to go through that state of overwhelm. You'll be able to recognize within yourself, okay, I'm feeling this anger, this situation has happened in my life, I need to address these feelings, let me sit in it for a day, let me address these feelings, let me see what's going on in my head, let me see what's going on in my subconscious, let me do some tapping, let me do some meditation, let me do some manifesting, let me practice my affirmations, get it all out, reprogram your mindset, and then the next day you've emotionally or however long you need to work through it, oftentimes it isn't just a day. But once you've worked through it, you literally have emotionally freed yourself from that emotion. You've moved beyond that situation. And once again, you've fully prepared yourself and fully equipped yourself with the techniques and tools you need to do it again once you've reached that space of overwhelm and emotions in your life. So I strongly encourage you to figure out what methods of reprogramming work best for you. Figure out how you can reprogram your thought process behind your emotions and the events of what happens in your life so that when you do reach those stages of overwhelming emotions and just stage of overwhelm, you know how to work through it so you're not sitting in those emotions for so long without addressing them. Hello friends, a brief interlude to remind you about the LaRue Lifestyle Coaching Program. This episode of Do the Damn Thing is brought to you by the LaRue Coaching Suite. There are three tiers to our coaching suite, intentional, transitional, and mastermind, all of which will help you transform your life and live intentionally. Whether you need focused and guided coaching or a complete transformation of your life, our coaching program will suit your needs. If you are interested in learning more about going through our lifestyle coaching program, head over to the blog and click the coaching link. And with that, let's head back to our podcast. And once you've started the subconscious reprogramming, you can begin the actual work on, I'm using air quotes here, resetting. The emotional and subconscious breakthrough techniques that allow you to reset are the major work. Now the resetting in your 
actual life is what's going to help you physically reset and feel the foundational work around you reset to help you push forward in your routines and in your habits and in your daily work that's going to push you towards your bigger goals. So what I mean by that is, as you know, I will always, always, always encourage you to stick to your routine. But I do know, and I've talked about this in blogs and in podcasts and all the time, I do know that when we're feeling in those ruts, feeling unmotivated, when we're sick, when we're on vacation, whenever it is, whatever's going on, oftentimes our routines don't always follow. We're not sticking to them as hard as we usually do when we're thriving. But even more so when you're in the funk, when you're in the rut, when you're in the overwhelm and you're looking to hit the reset, I strongly, strongly encourage you to hit a very hard reset on your habits and routines. So what I suggest you do is reprint your habit tracker, start over with that, hold yourself accountable to your daily routines and your goals. Whether there's something small, something big, the best thing you can do is hold yourself accountable to your foundation. Your day-to-day foundation is what sets you up for your success every single day. If you're not completing your routine in the morning, you're not going to feel as encouraged to go throughout your day with stronger motivation, with stronger productivity. So even if it takes all the courage you have in the world, wake up at your regular time, get your stuff done in the morning, eat a healthy breakfast, drink your coffee, enjoy your morning, do your journaling, stick to your routines and track it all. See the progress you're having day to day, even when you're feeling shitty on the inside. When you're having your emotional block, not feeling the best in your mindset, when you give yourself that foundation for success day to day, and you're working on the subconscious breakthroughs, all of that work you're putting in, when you finally do reach that reset and you've reached the other side, you're going to feel so empowered and so amazing. So whatever emotional blocks you're facing, a absolutely strong facet to getting through those, to getting to that other side is always sticking to your daily habits. Whatever is going on in your life, there is almost always no excuse to quit on your daily habits. And trust me, you guys know I've I've been through it. We've 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 gone through the deep tunnel. We have. So If you're experiencing, you know, a bad work situation, you have a bad relationship going on, or you're just, the emotional blocks are in the overwhelm, whatever it is, hold yourself accountable to your routines. I promise you that that will help you so much get through to that other side. Then always, I will always remind you of this as well. Give yourself space to decompress. Have compassion for yourself, you guys. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect, live a perfect life, do the perfect things. And that pressure in itself can often be the cause of our overwhelm. And it sucks. So don't feel obligated to feel perfect and do the perfect thing. Just give into your obligations to yourself. Again, going back to your habits, your routines. Do what's best for you, you guys. Have compassion for yourself. Give yourself space to decompress. Go for a long walk. Put your earbuds in. Listen to an inspiring podcast or audiobook or your favorite playlist. Shut out the world for a little while. Put your phone on do not disturb mode while you're on your walk so you're not on it. 
you know, get out of social media for a day. Just clear your head, read your favorite book, do some yoga, do some meditating, take a nap, whatever makes you feel good. I strongly encourage you when you're doing that decompress to get some movement in. If anything, just like I said, go for a long walk because that always feels so, so good. Especially if you have the time for it, I really encourage you to do it in the morning. It'll clear your head for the day. It'll give you the space you need to, you know, think about your, think about what you'd like to accomplish that day, what you're grateful for, all the things that I've talked about before. Simply clear your head, get out of the house for a little bit and get yourself out of the space of overwhelm. Even if it's just for a minute, I know this isn't, like I said, that this podcast, I've been saying this isn't going to happen overnight. This is a process. But in the mornings, if you can, or just any time in your day, go for a walk, turn your phone off, and get yourself out of that space of overwhelm just for a minute. Focus on your breathing. Just focus on the walk. Even if it's literally focusing on one, on putting one foot in front of the other, whatever you can do to just get your mind off of whatever is your overwhelm. When you root yourself in those things and when you root yourself in your routine and the decompress and the compassion and the love for yourself and the subconscious breakthroughs, you're reminding yourself that despite the overwhelm you're feeling in some areas of your life, you still have an unwavering foundation in your life that offers you complete balance. When you are practicing intentional living, And when you are practicing strong habits, strong routines, and a strong practice for techniques and mindset, you are giving yourself a unparalleled foundation in your life that despite whatever you go through, whatever mindset blocks you face, whatever self-doubt you face, whatever, and I feel that we all need to be prepared for this, whatever horrible thing that may happen in our lives, because I think no matter what, it's unavoidable. We all go through moments in our lives that are very awful. When you come out the other side, because you've put in so much work, that foundation will always be there for you. And that is falling back on that and having that routine in place. Habits, once you've built those habits, you guys, I have read, I promise I have read the psychology on this. Once you've put in 66 days on any single habit, good or bad, it is ingrained in us. It is something, no matter how long it's been, year, two years, 10 years, no matter how much we've aged, those habits will always be habit. So whatever you're going through, whatever you've gone through, no matter how much time has passed, once you've worked through the overwhelm, you, once you've put in the emotional work and you've gone through the subconscious breakthroughs, you will reach the other side and you will have a foundation that has already been set in place for yourself. That is the process we all need to work on. And remember that when you're living intentionally, you get to a place where you're sort of always conscious of your emotions. You may not be conscious of it in the very moment that it's happening. And like I said, it may not be the factors that gave you that emotion or the trigger that happened, but you eventually, more often than not, very soon realize, okay, something's happened here. I'm feeling this way. It's put me in a rut. I feel kind of crappy today. What happened in the recent days that have that's given me this emotion and where can I root it back to so I can work on the subconscious? Where can I put in the work, 
where can I get rid of this negative emotion, get to that emotional freedom so I can come out the other side and get back to my routine, get back to my foundation, get back to my work. So when you're living intentionally, you know, you're really a lot more conscious of all of those things. And this will assist you in making the reset process so much more easier each time you go through it. Because again, I don't want to promote any sort of toxic happiness. (laughs) Intentional living certainly isn't that. We will go through, I've gone through the reset process a million times. We'll all go through it a million times. But it makes it much easier when you have the ability to consciously understand what emotions you're feeling and take the efforts, take the techniques you've learned, apply them to your mindset and what you're going through, whether it's meditation, affirmations, EFT, etc., and get to that emotional freedom. Because when we repress our strong emotions, specifically the emotions we associate with a negative connotation like anger, jealousy, resentment, regret, etc., they tend to get stronger and stronger the longer we don't address them. So the sooner we can get to a space where we are addressing them, and we're figuring out what's going on, we're making the subconscious work happen, we can get to that emotional freedom. You guys, we all, in a world that is what it is today, if you are listening to a podcast like this, putting in the work, living more intentionally, you are making an effort to truly change your life. And I absolutely applaud you. So I so much encourage you to keep working to get to a place where you understand what techniques work for you so you can make these subconscious breakthroughs and you can address these emotions. You guys, these traumas that we go through, these triggers that we have, everyone has them. Everyone has triggers and traumas that can set them back. And if we don't address them, they will be things that do haunt us throughout our lives. And again, you guys guys know I'm very open about the trauma that I've experienced with my brother. If you haven't listened to it already, I encourage you to go back a few and listen to my podcast on grief. You know that I soon realized that there were so, so many other overwhelming emotions surrounding my brother's loss, specifically guilt. And it has taken me such a long time to get to a point where I can recognize that guilt. And now, Anytime I feel guilty about anything in my life, I know that it's rooted back into a guilt I feel about the loss of my brother. And so when I make those subconscious breakthroughs and I can reach that point where I'm acknowledging what that guilt is rooted in, I can reach that emotional freedom. This is progress I've made throughout a very long process of therapy and mindset work. And this is progress I will continue to make, I'm assuming, for the rest of my life. I have reached a very new level of emotional freedom and I think that I will keep breaking those glass ceilings in my own life. So I very much encourage you to do so. And that is all I have for you guys today. I think that this episode was certainly jam-packed with a lot of really fantastic information. If you guys have any questions about subconscious breakthroughs or subconscious reprogramming or the overwhelm process or your own emotions, I have a lot of content on the blog. I will continue to expand on this topic and mindset and manifestations and all of the above coming up. Um, I'm just getting so passionate around this subject. And again, like I said, it's been, it's made such an impact in my life and I'm just loving the process it's putting me through. So 
Thank you so much for listening to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. Of course, as always, head over to the blog, laurenlarue.com, for more fabulous content. Don't forget to subscribe to receive access to the amazing LaRue freebies, and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.